Today is the um, 20th anniversary of my ordination to the priesthood. I was ordained the 2nd of December 1998. And in those years, 20 years, um, many things I've thought about, but actually I have thought quite often of the second coming of the Lord, which is the theme of our readings today. So as I ordained 1998, just before the year 2000, just before the millennium, and you may remember all the buzz there was in different ways about uh, the millennium, uh, the millennium bug that was supposed to destroy the world um, on our computers. Um, I remember all kinds of internet posts with people saying that you know, different things from the book of Revelation, well, this is happening and that's happening and the end is soon. I remember also reading um, from Pope John Paul II what he called the acceleration of history, this kind of observable phenomenon that we see not just that there's change in our society, but change happening at a faster and faster and faster rate. And he, he was talking about how this acceleration of history, well, is it heading towards a conclusion, a conclusion soon? <laughs> with the return of the Lord. Now I noted two weeks ago when our readings were also on the second coming of the Lord, how the thought of his return fills some people with fear. But it's actually given to us as a thing to fill us with hope. So our reading today said that when these things happen, how is a Christian to behave? Well, you're to stand erect because your liberation is near at hand. It's a good thing to be looking forward. But what if you are one of those for whom the thought of the Lord's coming does fill you with fear? What might you do? Well, the obvious way to be ready for his final and second coming is to let him come more fully to you today. So the saints in this Advent season speak about the fact that there are three comings of the Lord. There's his birth when he came as an infant in Bethlehem, which is what we look forward to at Christmas. There is his second coming at the end of time when he will return with power and glory. But in between those two, there's a coming of the Lord every day, every moment. Every instant that I will but open myself to him and let him come into my heart and life ever more deeply. Now thinking again of um, this being my 20 years as a priest, and what a priest's role is. Well, a priest's role is all about the coming of the Lord. That what am I here for? I'm here that he might come in the Mass. I'm here that he might come in the sacrament of baptism. I'm here that he might come with his forgiveness in confession. That a priest is to be an instrument causing the coming of the Lord. If I was to focus that question more specifically in terms of how um, I'm supposed to do that, 
and posed the question, well, what's the primary purpose, the primary role of a parish priest? If I was to ask you all, what in the Catholic religion does the church teach is the primary role of a parish priest? Because it might not be what you'd think. Because my primary role, well, it's not to offer Mass, though I do that at least every day, nine times this week. My primary role isn't to visit the sick, though I do that often, three times this week I counted. My primary purpose, according to the Second Vatican Council, according to the Council of Trent, according to all kinds of letters from the popes this past century, the primary purpose of a parish priest is to proclaim the Lord Jesus and to teach about him, to teach what it means to know him, what it means to follow him, to make it possible for the Lord to come by that teaching of him. And the church has that my secondary role relates to that. My secondary role is to do that in particular with the youth, that in catechesis, in formation, in the call to conversion, to bring the youth in particular to that knowledge, that following of the Lord. And as a priest, it's been my joy many times over the years to witness occasions when people have heard of the Lord and accepted him, heard of the Lord and let him come, learnt more about what it means to follow the Lord and accepted him in a deeper way. And I say this to you today as an Advent focus. Because if we're going to prepare for his coming at Christmas, if we're going to prepare for his coming at the end of time, then we need to welcome his coming today. And we need to be aware of all the ways he can come to me today. As I've already indicated, he comes in the sacraments, in Mass, in confession. He comes when we love him in the weak, in the needy, as hopefully we'll do in this season with things like the, um, the food bank reverse advent calendars. He comes when we give him time and space in personal prayer. And he comes when I read his holy word in the Bible. So to sum that all up, we're now at the start of Advent, the starting of our preparation, that the church bids us remember that he who once came in weakness, born as a baby in Bethlehem, that same will come in power and glory at the end of time. And if we are to prepare for that, then we need to let him come today by welcoming him ever more deeply into our hearts and lives.